When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck Pier 17. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley have broken up. <laughs> ESPN what? NFL insider Dan Graziano told us a few minutes ago he doesn't believe that it will have any impact on where... Aaron Rodgers ends up. What are we, a germ-spreading gossip show? Sure. But this is, in fact, that's the new title of the show. Entertainment, that's the E in ESPN. Welcome to the germ-spreading gossip show with Keyshawn J. We're going to start covering people's relationships and following them when they break up and stuff, Jay. I I need you to get a camera and go to Green Bay and sit down and wait for Aaron Rodgers to come to the facility and ask him some questions about his relationship. So, in your opinion, Key, obviously, you believe this changes everything, right? Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I think it, it, I don't think it changes everything, but it certainly makes you think, okay, well, maybe he doesn't go to Denver now because his ex-fiance and him are no longer together, and what's the need to go into Denver? Maybe I can look at it still, but it's not a one of those hard, definitive destinations that many people thought because of the relationship is Denver on the West coast. No Denver's down on the West coast. Yeah, it is. It's girl. You know, all that that's over with now. I, I got to admit, Jay, it does change. What key just said, I, you know, like I, I agree with key when you heard the, the, the um, <clears throat> sound coming into the, to the show just now, this is from yesterday. Key, you brought up like is Denver or from earlier in the week, is Denver really – like, I agree. I think Denver is a good destination from – it's fine. I don't look at it like, oh, my God, the Denver Broncos are an Aaron Rodgers away from running the NFL. Maybe they'd be competitive because Aaron Rodgers would make a lot of teams competitive. But I don't feel the same way like when I look at San Francisco's success with Garoppolo. I think, well, if they could do that with Garoppolo, what could they do with Rodgers? So if his fiance doesn't live there and if he's not with her anymore, what's the draw? But there's a lot of things to unpack here, right? Number one – I think Aaron Rodgers could make a significant difference in Denver depending upon other pieces they could bring to the table in conjunction with the pieces that they already have, right? So Yeah, Devontae, you know, of yeah. I mean, you're saying like, you can't look at him like, all right, Aaron Rodgers coming to Denver, like, it just doesn't do anything because you can add other pieces. I do think, guys, though, there is a, a personal aspect, and once again, just me and my opinion, don't know any facts, but if there's something that can make your personal life easier, right, how do you not factor that into the equation? We make decisions all the time. Like, let's be real about it. Like, you, know, you and I are sitting here in New York. Key's in 80-degree hey, weather hey, in California. Hey, 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 don't tell anybody where I'm at. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but it's like don't lifestyle All wilds, he does right? every day is come up and say, hey, it'll tell you exactly where Look he went that toes. day. <laughs> Key's family's in L.A. Yeah. I get it. That's a yeah. per- My family's here. Like, that's hard. So, yes, I think like, you make <laughs> hey, For sandals, people listening on the radio, he is – Taken off his flip-flop and waved it at the camera. So we factor in personal 
personal matters like this all the time into our decisions. So if you just hypothetically connecting the dots, she has a place in Boulder, right? Like she works in LA. It's easy back and forth on the PJ, back and forth. It just it kind of makes sense. No, I get I get I get what you're saying, Jay, but clearly Aaron Rodgers situation, personal situation with his fiance wasn't a major factor in his decision making to go to to go to the Denver Broncos because he's not I mean, he's not with her anymore. So well, it doesn't mean it wasn't what he, a factor. It may not be a factor. Dude, this is the, put this is, way, this even is the if person you are going to marry. Even if you're getting have a cold, family with. But let me address so now Key's you point. Not go, now you're not going to go to Denver because you're not with her now? Yeah, but let, let, me, let me address Key's point. Let's say you're getting cold feet if you're Aaron Rodgers. In other words, you're engaged, but you never really believe you're going to get married. Let's just say. I'm not saying that's the case. Let's just say we're going down such an awkward path. But go the ahead. point is, the point is that can still have an influence on you because for the time being, you're with that person mm-hmm. and they have a place near Denver and it would make your life easier. Right. I, and so now that you take that away, Key, I think since you brought it up, I've been on this. The Titans make a lot of sense for Aaron Rodgers if they could figure that out to Tennessee. That's he the bought AFC. land. He's going to Tennessee now. That's the AFC. I look at Denver. I look at I look at Tennessee. Denver is some rough sledding because you got to go up against Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert twice a year each, and Derek Carr twice a year. Much easier if you go to Tennessee. Tennessee is loaded. Tennessee is a team where you go, man. If they had a stud at quarterback, they got a whole lot of other stuff. So I think, in my estimation, him staying in Green Bay may shoot to the top of the list now. And Tennessee closes the gap with Denver, in my estimation. And, you know, I've always liked San Francisco for him. I'm still not off that. But I, I do think it's not so as— So you off Tom Brady of San Francisco? Because he still hasn't put in his retirement papers yet. No, nah, I'm not See, off that so either. Much going, there's so much drama, Key, I can't. There's too much going on. Well, we'll know where everybody goes. The first domino that needs to fall is Aaron Rodgers, clearly. Whether that's—and he said uh, after they lost that playoff game that he's going to take some time— but it won't be to the deadline because he wants to be fair to his teammates and the organization on what his next move is going to be. So he's the first domino that'll fall with all these different quarterbacks and all this stuff that's going on. I don't think – I think Denver's in play, but I think in the end the Green Bay Packers get it done just because you were close with them a couple times now, even though you lost this game to the 49ers – and you didn't play well, doesn't mean that the next year you won't play well and you won't beat whoever it is in the NFC Championship to ultimately get back to the Super Bowl. The Denver Broncos situation is just a hard climb for me. Personnel-wise, it's a hard climb. New environment, new situation just makes it harder on you. And, Max, just think about it, two days ago we were talking about reports about Nathaniel Hackett and people saying that, yeah, you know, this, this Aaron Rodgers thing is close. You know, it's one of the reasons why this whole thing has happened. Then this news comes out. It just—it's a roller coaster. I wonder ride. if. I wonder if. I hear what you're saying about the Broncos. I I just made the point. I reiterated it, Key, about the Broncos aren't some incredible dream team to go to necessarily. But what if there's some way to get Devontae Adams there too? Because if you added Rogers, I know you could say this about it, or any team. You add Rogers and Devontae Adams, but there are some teams more than others. And if Denver had an elite number one wideout and his guy with him plus his OC, 
Jared Judy. And given the defense, given the other I mean, things you guys they already have. Now, now you're hoping for a pipe dream, right? And the reason you're hoping for a pipe dream is that they're not – Green Bay Packers is not letting Devontae Adams walk out the door. They'll mm-hmm. franchise tag him, and that'll be it. They're not going to just let him walk out the door. And then if you say, okay, well, they can tra- Denver can trade for him, they're going to ask for as much – for Devontae Adams as they are for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Denver ain't got that many picks. Right. right? They don't so it's like probably not gonna probably not gonna work out that way. I hate to to spoil the Denver Broncos. No, I, listen. You know, and, and no, thinking, oh, we can get Rodgers, we can get Adams. It's like, nah, that's not gonna happen. Well, we 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 will see. Um Denver would shoot up from having the worst quarterback in the division to having the third worst quarterback in the division <laughs> if they got the Aaron who? Rodgers. That's right. Patrick Mahomes better I, than Aaron Rodgers, you, and my prediction is next year Justin Herbert will you, be too. That's my prediction. Yeah, Max. That's right. It's already it's too close. early in the morning, now man. Just it's already it close. Principle. Herbert's already, yeah, you just, already you're close. Just doing it just to... He's already close. Max wants to see his say. name. Want to see his name. What do they call this stuff when people. Oh, viral. Yeah, that trending yeah. viral. I yeah, want wanna, Iguodala. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You want you want to <laughs> you want to see what? that when yeah. you start saying when you start making statements I like that. Why? I mean, that's fine. You believe it. Herbert's Keep believing. As good it. as him now, yeah, and next year just, he should be just better. Let Herbert be Herbert. Stop putting him in this in, him in this category. He's he's, really, he's, really good. he's as good as him now. Nah, I'm not setting him up. He, hey, Max. Max, I like him too, but he's not as good as Aaron Rodgers. Not yet. Not quite. Not quite. He's nipping at his heels. Nah. So stop calling him. Nah. Stop calling him second best quarterback in the division. They won as many playoff if games just, as each you, other if, last if you, year. If you just I like. He, I like. Wait, hold on. Can wait. Hold on. I got Max in his own game yes, now. Let's hear. If you just said mm-hmm. that he's not as quite as good as Aaron Rodgers, yep. stop making no, him. No, but because the we're projecting into next year. So I'm projecting. So, so you're saying in year in five, two to year three, a lot of guys make big jumps. You're saying in five months from now he's going to be better. Yeah. Yeah. Year two. He's almost. If you look at like his QBR, it's. Almost as good as Aaron Rodgers. Very, this year. very small sample size, my friend. Two seasons. Very small sample Two size. Two seasons is not a very small sample size. Two seasons is not a very small sample size. In comparison size. to Aaron Rodgers' sample size? Yeah, but if someone puts up the numbers Herbert has for two full seasons, it's oh, not God, a mirage. Stop That's with really the numbers. And he's getting better. I don't yeah, okay, okay, let's do eyeball tests. He's six God. foot six fast with a laser beam arm. Like, you want to do eyeball tests with Herbert? He does okay. have a great oh, arm. You're talking about a guy just won MVP. He's a big, tall drink of water. He has a gun for an arm. All that's true. Yes. But he's where, not close to Aaron Rodgers where right Justin now. Max, Herbert let's and just MVP stop voting. it. Make a powerful statement every no time you pull up in the pickup that's five changing the game. The all-new Tundra. Toyota, let's go places. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's continue this conversation next with three-time Super Bowl champion, Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80. On your smart speaker, say play ESPN. Download the podcast. We're, pre- we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Bless you. Bless you. Oh. Jeez, okay, all right, man. Uh, Three what? times. Get that light Give me a fourth. Give me a fourth. Remember when the, elect- the, the power went out here at Seaport about a week and a half ago, something like that? Uh-huh. What? And then since the power came back on, at least once a day, usually it's four sneezes in this studio. Can we sanitize your mic? Yeah, I just said get I that feel, mic I mean, I sneezed out, onto man. my paper. It don't matter. Spray the paper. Yeah, I just I feel Spray like I'm in a paper. very uncomfortable position now. Well, it's not like we're in the middle of a global pandemic. I don't know how oh, to we feel are? about this whole thing, kids. It's awkward. All right. <laughs> can, we get some, can we get a fan over here and blow that that way? Mark Schlereth, three-time <laughs> Super Bowl champion, joins us. Host of Schlereth and Evans on 104.3, the fan in Denver. What's going on, Mark? How are you, guys? I hope you're feeling okay. You're all right? I'm fine. It's like some kind of an allergic Give me a wide camera shot here. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not too Lysol near me. (laughs) Oh, for crying out loud. I just want to protect myself. Thank you. Yes. Protect that seat because I'll be back at some point. What's up, Mark? What's going on, brother? Mark. Are you there? Did we lose? Yeah. Okay, he's still there. Hey, yeah, how I'm like, here. You guys got me? We got you. How likely is it that Aaron Rodgers ends up in Denver, do you think, Mark? Yeah, I, I'm Aaron Rodgers a mercurial dude, so I don't know exactly where he's going, what he's thinking about, what, uh, you know, I mean, I think I like, I'm like a lot of people. I think that uh, Green Bay is probably the best place for him, that division's, you know, that division's uh, very winnable. Uh, new coaches in, in both Chicago and Minnesota, Detroit. We know what Detroit is. So I think that would probably be the best place for him. But he certainly you know, he certainly seems to, to want to test the waters. And I think of all the places that I look at, you know, Denver makes as much sense as any place. So I just, you know, I'm with you guys. I, like with everybody else, I, I feel like he's leaving. I feel like he doesn't want to be there. Uh, I feel like Green Bay coming out and saying all the things they said about, hey, we'd love to have him and our relationship's never been in a better place and we'll pay him all this money, you know, negotiating through, uh, negotiating publicly and negotiating through the media is just a way to grease the skids for Aaron to leave and you to say, hey, we did everything we can as, you know, to your fan base. So, yeah, I feel like he's probably leaving, but I have no idea. Stink, you, you played in Denver, you live in Denver. What's the pulse of the fan base in terms of how long will they wait this Aaron Rodgers saga out before they get frustrated and be like, you know what, man, never mind. Let's let's draft a guy and go try and find somebody else. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that obviously this is the worst six-year run the Broncos have been on. Um, I mean, this goes all the way back, dates back to their inception in 1960. It's been the worst six-year run they've been on. So, you know, the fan base is used to playing in championship games, being, you know, dominant in the AFC West, and they just haven't been. They haven't beaten uh, Kansas City in, I think, 12 or 13 straight games. So uh, it's 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 bad. And there's some fans that are like, oh, we don't want Aaron Rodgers for just a, a year or two. And I'm like, if it's a championship window, I'll take Aaron Rodgers for a year. I'll take him for two years, whatever, he'll, you know, whatever he'll give us. But I think that I think that they're, you know, they're anxious. And unfortunately, you know, I, I think everybody's been sold this bill of goods that, hey, man, it's all about the draft. It's all about drafting a quarterback, developing a quarterback. Well, you know, that's what they thought in Cleveland. They're having issues in Baker Mayfield right now in Arizona with Kyler Murray. How's Sam Darnold looking to you? What's Josh Rosen look like from that 2018 class? So uh, there are a lot of – there's a lot of kind of what-ifs in the draft as well. So, you know, they're – uh, you know the fan base is is anxious right now for something to happen. But if they were to get Aaron Rodgers, I think they'd feel pretty good about uh, Broncos' chances of being a championship contender. Mark Slayer, three-time Super Bowl champion, host of Slayer and Evans on one hundred four point three, the fan in Denver. Uh, Stink. So when you look at the Denver Broncos, and Max and I have been talking about this a little bit, are the Denver Broncos? In all honesty, for a guy who covers that team and no football in and out, are they an Aaron Rodgers away from being in a Super Bowl? Are they really an Aaron Rodgers away as you look at the makeup of the roster? Yeah. Um, I think it elevates them to a playoff team. Do I think it makes them a Super Bowl team, a Super Bowl contender? No. I, I still think there are some things that they have to address. Um, I think they're back in, they're secondary. Uh, they need to, I mean, it's a really good secondary. I think they need a, another corner. Uh, they've got a couple of guys that are free agents they're going to have to look at. I still think they have a linebacking issue in the middle linebacker position nowadays in the NFL. you got to have a dude that can fly sideline to sideline. They can play all three downs because they'll trap you in that stuff um, from a formational standpoint and, also, from a you know a, um, a hurry up offense standpoint, so you got to have a dude that can fly. You got to have a dude that can cover the ground. Uh, I don't think they have that. I still think their defensive line needs to be addressed. Um, and then offensively, I think their offensive line is still suspect to a degree. I like the running back, and I think the receiving core. You know, Jerry Judy hasn't proven that he could be a professional, you know, NFL wide receiver that he can consistently. Uh, get the separation he needs, and that he'll play. You know, he'll play when he's not the primary key. That he'll, he'll, you know, that he'll create uh, the the proper distribution, the proper route distribution by running his routes, even when he's not the primary. So there's some question marks um, with the Denver Broncos, but Aaron Rodgers certainly elevates them in my mind to a playoff contender. Mark. Uh, we, <laughs> Was it a good idea for a first-year head coach coming into a new franchise in Nathaniel Hackett to have these leaks or reportedly have these thoughts about pushing for an Aaron Rodgers trade? Like, is that the right move to have that kind of stuff leak out about what move you want to make? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think it just that I think that part came naturally simply because he and Aaron have such a relationship from his time in Green Bay. 
Um, but, you know, that, that's been a, the worst kept secret. I mean, last year, obviously before the draft, that was a thing. We talked about it. I talked about it, uh, had good information. And, and then, you know, I mean, it didn't happen, obviously, which, you know, goes on all the time in the National Football League. But, um, yeah, I think, it, I think it does. I mean, it brings about hope. And now if it doesn't happen, I mean, I guess you could look at it as a bad situation or a bad thing, but um, people are excited about the energy. People are excited about at least having a direction, you know, creating an identity, which I think is a big part of the National Football League. I think it's a big part of being a winning franchise is having your players in a position to know this is who we are, this is what we're going to do, and not make it such a week-to-week kind of, Hey, let's let's figure it out and let's change things up this week. Um, I'm just not a I'm not a believer in that. I like to have a stable of, of plays that I know we're going to run. I love when we break the huddle and it's second down and one. I love knowing. Hey, there are three plays we're going to run here. We're going to run 18, 19 handoff. We're going to run 14, 15, uh, you know, handoff, or we're going to run you know QB sneak. We're going to convert. We're going to move the chains, and we're going to get four more downs. Yeah, I love knowing that because. I'm prepared in my mind. This is what we are. This is what we do. This is kind of the way we attack things. So um, that part for Nathaniel Hackett, I think, is a really good thing. Mark Schlereth, ladies and gentlemen, three-time Super Bowl champion and host of Schlereth and Evans on 104.3 The Fan in Denver. Thank you, Mark, as always. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Be well. Thanks, brother. All right, have fun. Key, what do you think of Mark saying that the Broncos aren't close to a Super Bowl without Aaron Rodgers, but with him doesn't sound like they're all that close either. He sound like they're only maybe a play, playoff contender. Right. He didn't say AFC championship contender. He didn't say Super Bowl contender. He said playoff contender. So that means that they're like fighting, scratching and clawing just to get in. Tough division. In a tough division. Um, but like I said the other day, Jay and Max, if, if you really s- slow down for a little bit, right, and pump your brakes and really dive into it and, and meditate and think about it, you sit there and you go, you know, they're not that good with Aaron Rodgers. They're okay. Mm-hmm. But like he pointed to, there's a secondary. They need some help on the defensive front. The receivers, like I told you, you we, we had this conversation. Would you rather have Green Bay receivers or Denver receivers. And I said Green Bay without a question. And he basically followed that up by saying, what is Jared Judy? So mm. it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and I think Aaron Rodgers is looking at it the same way because when you're a player, you start breaking everything down. Just look no further than Tom Brady, Jay. He broke it all down. He looked at New England and was like, yeah, that ain't going to work for me. Then he looked at Tampa and was like, yeah, that's going to work for me. And he went there and won a Super Bowl. I, you know, the more we keep talking about Aaron Rodgers, the more I go back to when Key originally was like, he ain't going nowhere. And I, it's like we're, we're, we're – and I want to tie, you know, different things of his personal life to decisions that he could potentially make. But it just feels like this is one of those things that's going to turn out to be anticlimactic, right? That's not really how I'm starting to feel because when you look at it, the pieces to really compete are right there in his own backyard in Green Bay. You look at how – and I know we got into this conversation the other day about – the NFC, you know, not being uh, as competitive as the AFC, I think that is the case. I think the NFC gives them the best opportunity to get to a Super Bowl. If I had to handicap what's happening now, 
I would have said Broncos won Green Bay 2 uh, a couple days ago. Probably say Green Bay 1, Denver 2 now. I would probably say Denver 3. I mean, the more you guys keep talking See, about I Tennessee. Would go, I would go Denver 1. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry. I would go Green, Green Bay, Bay 1. Green Bay 1. Tennessee too. So, yeah. I mean, I've never, I've never said this, but I'm gonna say it now. So, doing the Super Bowl week, and I just never said anything. Doing Super Bowl week, Jay, you know, you run into a lot of people. Yep. And so I happened to run into the head coach of the Tennessee Titans, Rabel, and we were standing by each other, you know, being grown. And I understand sometimes when you are grown in certain environments and situations. And you kind of ask a question or two, you're not gonna get the full answer. You're just gonna get a smirk or a laugh or things of that nature. So me being me, you know, I'm talking to him and we know each other, obviously from playing and the whole deal. I'm like, man, how would it look with how would it look with Aaron Rodgers? And you don't get a real answer. You just kind of get like a, oh yeah, man, we good, everything. And you kind of know you like, yeah, okay, you ain't got to worry about me. I ain't gonna. I'm not going to say nothing, but I didn't push the envelope. I just, because we wasn't in that environment to be having that conversation. But it's just like, I know that Tennessee said they're all in on Tannehill today. Just today. Tomorrow could be a different conversation. Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst, joins us now. Monica will be on the sidelines for the Ruffles NBA All-Star Celebrity Game tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. (laughs) What's up, Monica? Good morning, guys. I love the dancing. Max, where your moves at? Everyone asks. Everyone <laughs> he asks. He stays to come in on the two-step. He stays yeah, in his yeah. lane. Only thing you'll see me ever do is maybe bop my head a little bit. That's about it. All right. Monica, AD <laughs> is hurt again. X-rays are negative. What should the Lakers do with him going forward? Dude. Dude. There's a reason that this guy is now in the conversation of being some sort of, well, not some sort of, being an asset, right? Like, he's the only piece that they would proverbially see themselves maybe building around long term. I don't like the idea of trading AD, I'll be honest. Um, But his injury history has one that we have to acknowledge. Um, And again, in the trade conversation, you got to see who people want to add and what their value is. First of all, it's good news to hear it's only two weeks for him because that was ugly last night. And again, with his history, you just never know. Hopefully, that uh, assessment and that timeline remains true. But I think they got to stand pat. I think you have the opportunity to put some pieces around AD. We don't know what LeBron James is going to do in this offseason. And he's we know that he's not a guy that necessarily stays for places for an extended period of time, especially if the goal doesn't seem to be being accomplished. Um, so to me, that's the one piece that they have to potentially build around. I would hold Pat because this still is a double-double guy and a terrific defender in this league. Monica, if you were Rob Palenka, you're running the Lakers, are you going to tell me, you and I are having a drink, we kicking it, you're going to look me in the eye and tell me that you're going to build the Lake Show, uh, one of the most you know profitable franchises in the world around Anthony Davis considering his history of being injured? And also, Jay. Monica, Monica so, also, also, Monica, you and I, we're hoopers. We know this. Don't, do you not? Is there any part of you that questions? I understand the history of his injuries. You, you can't help that, right? It's natural. But as somebody that attacks and plays with that mentality, is there any part of you that questions whether AD can be that guy that you can count on each and every night? 
All of that is true. And this is a very weak argument for not trading him. <laughs> but I will say this. I will say this. I think... Okay. AD may not be the guy to build around, per se, as in your number one, but can he still be a piece of your hypothetical big two or big three? Yes, and I think the way that AD plays, when he's healthy, which I understand is a notable asterisk, is attractive to other guards, right? So if you are hoping to, I don't know, attract another free agent, or even if you're hoping to land a guy in the draft that you think will be a big piece of the future... To me, he's one of the better complementary pieces in the league. So if you can hold him, fine. I just don't know if Lakers brass, considering all the wonderful adjectives you just used, Jay, and the way that Keith feels about his team, are they really going to lean into a rebuild at this point? I guess that would be the most sincere question. Or do they still think that they can hang around and compete? I think there's a couple things, right? LeBron James is one. LeBron James in his career as a Los Angeles Laker. He can't afford to go anywhere else, even though his history has shown that he bounces around or he's bounced around, so to speak, from Cleveland to uh, Miami, back to Cleveland now in L.A. Part of the problem, part of the problem, LeBron has indoctrinated himself in Los Angeles culture to a whole nother level. So that is going to be problematic for him to pick up and go chase a ring. He doesn't want that. That's a lot of that's a lot of smoke, right? In terms of his businesses, just Everything is a little bit, it's a little tough to do that. In terms of AD, what I would say, Monica, is he certainly is a good player when he's healthy. But the sentiment around town and with Laker fans is they're getting tired of this in a game for one day and out for another two weeks. In a game for two days and out for a week. I mean, it's like they're kind of getting fed up and tired of it in, in we have a tendency, and I mean we, I'm just throwing myself into a whole Laker conversation, to run people out of the building when they're not living up to expectations. We, we tend to do that. And at some point in time, you're going to see a Magic Johnson say something. You're going to see, and, and people going to start, you know, and then it's going to get loud. And at that point, you know how it is, Monica, the louder it gets, the harder it gets. So, but Key, so you riddle me this, Key, Laker, Key. Are y'all leaning into a rebuild? Like, is that what you want? What's I, I don't necessarily know that it would be a rebuild as long as LeBron James is on the team. You can get younger in oh. pieces to go around a LeBron James and whatever else, Westbrook or whatever else that you can't move, you can build around that to try to make the team successful because long-term, I don't ever think that people felt like Anthony Davis was going to be the heir, heir apparent number one to LeBron James when we got him from the Pelicans. I don't think that that was ever a conversation. It was like, okay, we got LeBron. We got a piece with him. Once LeBron leaves, we got to find another guy to go with AD because we don't think AD is going to be the Shaq, Kareem, Abdul-Jabbar, big, long-term. You see, Key and Monica, I'm not even starting there. I'm starting with Rob Palenka. I'm watching Les Snead and Sean McVay and all their guys saying, you know, blank them first-round picks. We got it. And I'm watching LeBron James tweet to the likes of real GMs, Les Snead's shirt is legendary, and he says, legend, my type of guy. I'm, I think Rob Palenka has lost a lot of clout with this organization since Kobe has Ooh. passed, to be frank with you. And I think it starts up top for LeBron James. I think Ooh, that's right. I didn't know you tweeted that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's, that's I mean, right that, at Les Snead. Legend, my type of guy. Yep. Yep. That's a lot. 
Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, you got to tell me to put it real, though, Jay. So that's good. I'm glad I got if you. you look at the, if you look at the Lakers and the late, great Kobe Bryant, you know, and his connection to Rob Palenka, it did appear to me at the time that three Lakers, uh, one who has become an icon in LeBron and two who are already icons, in a way it was like who is going to wind up owning the Lakers one day is what it felt like to me, Magic, Kobe, or LeBron. And when I saw Palinka get the job, I thought Kobe's going to own the Lakers one day, and um, and that's clearly where a lot of the clout came from, and that is you know tragically not there anymore. And I wonder if there is a rift somewhere, especially in light of what Jay you just said, mm-hmm. Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst. Boy, were you double talking early on when Jay had you on the ropes, Monica? But you you came out of it like a million bucks. Nothing. Oh, thanks, Max. <laughs> Listen, it's early in the morning. I got to think these things through. <laughs> <laughs> the great it's Monica McNutt, ladies and gentlemen, will be on the sidelines for the Ruffles NBA All-Star Celebrity Game tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern on Get ESPN. On. Thanks, Get as him. always, Monica. Wake up, girl. Come. I'm up. I'm up. She's up. She's up. We got her up. <laughs> Coming up next. Why the Rams actually might be running it back. That's next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Bless you. Bless you. Oh. Jeez, okay, all right, man. Uh, Three what? times. Get that lights off, man. Max, I hope you're feeling okay. You all right? I'm sorry. It's like some... I, I was spraying this joint all around here, man. Didn't smell good either. It, it, Max, did you go tough. wash your hands? Of course no. I wash my hands. Nope. Of course I, didn't I do. I see you nope. get up. No, he didn't get up the whole time. He just tried. Look at those devious eyes. Lies, Look at lies, this lies, man. More lies. <laughs> Nasty ass, man. <laughs> By the way, it didn't look good either. I just saw the last one because I thought I was, was sneezing. So I was trying to sneeze on the paper, but the last one right into my hand, and I did not wash my all hand. All the particles are just, you know, you get the lights in here, okay? So you see all the particles. But the thing oh. is, like, come look, on, man. Look, Look, the thing is, if we were in the middle of a global <laughs> pandemic or something, that would be one thing. <laughs> Jeez. This is gross. Oh. Well, what did I expect? Paulie, though, can we right, get Jay? him some hand wipes? The Clorox not kind. Right. No, get him not, something, <laughs> man. Wash this man's hands. Get the hands. Clorox. Not, wait, bring it out here, Paulie. In fact, Paulie, in fact, to the set. In fact walk, now that you mention it, I'd Paulie, like to excuse everybody. myself for a minute. Jay, yeah. you mind hosting for a second? I, I'd like I will to host. I don't even know what we're throwing it to. Why are you not entertained? Wipe your hands, man. I want to actually wash my hands now that you mention it, but <laughs> yes, do something. That's so gross in your actually, city where I actually, sit. I am. Um, 
And I you may, are a germaphobe. Where like, you used to sit. What are you talking about, this dude? Listen to this, <laughs> this dude. This is the best part. I'm a germaphobe. I'm with you it's all true. the time. And you I see, see how, how you, fastidious I, yeah, I am. all the time. It yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. No, wipe your hands. You, you're not wiping I, them. I just wiped. I just wiped I need to my see hand. you wipe them. It looked like you balled up the, the No, the, I uh, wipes. put it on my palm. It is now the yeah. exact part where I sneezed. No, you it have to do wiped. this, Max. You got to go yeah, in. Yeah. Like, you got to do all in the, this. It was, in the back it was of the hand, this see, hand. In the back of the hand. No, okay, all yeah. that, man. Okay, Everything. Here, 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 watch. Come on now. Watch, watch Please. This. I want to watch. I'm watch watching this. very yeah, closely. Watch I am watching you watch. Wipe screen. your hands because it's very important. There you go, yeah, yeah, I want to get get all that. There you go. Oh, yeah, now you better. All the way up to the sleeve. There you go. Yeah, get around the That's what we're talking about. Now I feel better for you, Jay. Thank you. I feel safer personally, Keith. Thank you. Oh, now, now you're going to put it on your body. Now, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Watch this. The rest Kate. of the body was out. clean. Don't Excuse go me. overboard. Yes. Now you just. There, oh, oh, there you go. That's good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, there that's you go. Great. Thank, Thank you. Because when I come back, I need that when mic. I, right. When I lived in L.A., I'm, I'm OCD about that. Like, if I'm on a plane, I have to take a little napkin. I ask, like, the, the flight attendant, do you have a napkin? And I open the bathroom door with the napkin and everything. Like, I don't want to touch anything. It was so contradictory. I know. It was weird. But. Living in L.A. makes it worse because you don't really have to touch anybody. You don't really have to. You don't. New York, you like I got everything. over it yeah. a little bit. I'm more in the mix. When I lived in L.A., it got bad, man. I was like, oh, look at this. I don't have to come near anybody. <laughs> and now the pandemic, everyone's wearing masks. Mask. No one's shaking hands. All right. Let's let's. Speaking of L.A., definitely ain't shaking your. I hand. actually appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> what Key just said, I uh, just brought me back to reality. <laughs> Sean McVay and Aaron Donald at the Rams parade in L.A. Listen to this, guys. Sean McVay just tapped me on the shoulder. He wanted to know if you were interested in running it back. Run it back! 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 Give it up for Aaron Donald! What a stud! Everything! We, we, we built the super team. We can bring the super team back. Why not run it back? We could be world champions. Yeah! It's interesting because uh, Sean McVay two days ago. We'll see. I don't know. I'm not sure. Da, da, da. Key, how much of that is Aaron Donald's coming back? I'm coming back. Well, n- none of it because they were always coming back. They were never going anywhere. They just finished the game. And they were, you know, talking and whatnot. And, and Rodney Harrison and NBC, the day of the Super Bowl, floated the idea out there that this could be Aaron Donald's last year if he wins the Super Bowl. And it kind of took a life of his own. And, and Aaron Donald certainly played into it, didn't diffuse the situation, just like Sean McVay, by saying, we'll see. And, you know, ah, yeah, are you coming back? Yeah, we'll see. And, and then, you know how that goes. We take it. And we mix it up, we stir it, we put it in the machine, we lay it out, we stick it in the microwave, it's cooked, we ready to run with it and blow it up more than what it is. They were never leaving, no guys. Come on now. One dude's in his fifth year, been to two Super Bowls. Another guy's in his eighth year, been to two Super Bowls. They both at the pinnacle at the top of their careers, the, at, at the top meaning like Aaron Donald's the best at what he does and Sean McVay is at the top, you know, one of the three or four coaches that we talk about as the top guys in the NFL – and they both were going to get extensive pay raises. Sean McVay will be a $25 million coach, and Aaron Donald will be a $30 million tackle. It's what he, reality. Yeah, I, you know, I'm with the key. We, we, we both been on that same page from the beginning. Like, look, they're both going to get their money as well as they deserve to be. 
And I think sometimes when you have liquid courage, the truth comes out. Like, you you have an opportunity to run it back. And I know there are changes they have to make. But, I mean, this the way this team competed, the way they played, um, the way Matthew Stafford played, that relationship, you don't go through all that trouble just to say, I'm done now, I got one. Uh, I, I feel like Sean McVay and Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford want to build legacy. And you have the opportunity to do that in a city that loves legacies. And that's how you do it in L.A. Um, I said it before the playoffs started. Aaron Donald's most important non-quarterback in the playoffs. As it turns out, he was the most important player in the playoffs, period. In fact, before the Super Bowl, I put him number one ahead of Stafford and ahead of Joe Burrow. And ahead of Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup and everyone as the most important player in the game. I don't care that Cooper Cup won the MVP. He was excellent. He was, in fact. Aaron Donald's the most important player in that game. And I wonder, Key... If because I know you said hey they don't care about draft picks and they had the shirt about the picks and everything, but well Les Snead got the shirt about he don't give a you no know doubt. what about the no doubt. But like when I say draft picks, they gave up a second and a third to get Von Miller. They gave up two first plus their quarterback. Like they really are depleted. And I'm, if I'm Sean McVay, the motivation to me to leave would never be burnout. It would always be ooh we're up again. Like can we repeat? And mm. let me tell you something right now. Without Aaron Donald, the team ain't repeating. Period. With him, they got a shot. So I don't know if, well, of course, if yeah, Max, oh, right, right. Breaking but news. I wonder, but I wonder if McVeigh just wanted to be sure before he started answering questions in the affirmative that Aaron Donald was in fact playing next year. But AD was going to always play. I think he's so too. Any, but don't you want to get anywhere? Uh, no doubt. But don't you want to just kind of get that buttoned up a little bit? Like, let me just talk to this to my man over here on this. Have a little sidebar you with AD. You don't need, we, we need to get it buttoned up, Jay, and talk to him. Sean McVay talks to him every single day. Yeah. So he already knows the situation. You don't think Aaron Donald is, 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 has said within the confines of the locker room and around spaces, whether it's to the trainers who run back and tell the front office, man, I can't wait to get paid again. I can't wait till they pay me. Yeah. It, it, they already know. You yeah, know, but, you know what, but I think Wait. you do have to you have to account for never having won a Super Bowl coming close. The feelings, the way you have to psych yourself up for the game key, you can speak to that. And then afterwards thinking like maybe I have done it all. Hold on, tell me real quick. Key, is this the new norm? Is the AD Aaron Donald now that we're referring to is no longer Anthony Davis? I just want to make sure we're doing yeah. this. Well, AD's somebody texted me, right? text me yeah. in L.A. last night and said, well, the real AD stepped up, and I ain't talking oh, about 99. Why a 28-point lead is nothing to mm-hmm. sneeze at? Huh? Huh? G. J. Will and Max, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.